Hey, welcome into another episode of the Hashtag 3 Fever Point After Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Anderson, joined, of course, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Harper of the Gunslinger Quarterback Academy. Coach Harper, how are we doing this week? Oh, we're doing good, man. Trying to uh, uh, recover from uh, a pretty fun fun weekend in New Orleans watching uh, watch the state championship game. So um, haven't shook back 100% yet, but uh, doing good. <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to recover as well from a full 16 weeks of Friday football fever action. And um, we had a plan to bring in all of our state championship winning coaches uh, this week. And, well, we only had one from the Arquitex and a man that needs very little introduction. Joining us by phone for this episode, it's Manny's Jess Curtis. Coach, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. It's been a, it's been a good week. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's been a pretty darn good week, Division II state champs. And I guess I was going to kind of ask right off the bat, how long do you guys celebrate a state championship? I know that the, the, the motto always is back to work Monday. Was it really back to work Monday? Well, really, I gave them a day. Can you believe it? We, we, we kind of cleaned our locker room, got the, got the trailer unloaded, just kind of took a day and, and you know, before we got back to work. So maybe I'm slipping a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> Uh, I do want them to enjoy it because it is hard. It's you know it's been a long season and they went through it. I say unscathed. There was bumps in the road, of course, but you know they went through it undefeated and were able to be the last team standing. So yeah, I definitely want them to kind of smell the roses. You know that Monday was size for rings. We cleaned up the locker room and we started talking about what we want to do this year. You know and and, and uh, next year. I mean and that's uh, we want to go back. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Uh, took a little break for the boys there, and they certainly deserved it. Uh, Coach Harper, you were at the game, obviously, this past weekend. Uh, I know you and Coach Harper or Coach Curtis know each other very well. I'll kind of just let you guys take it away. Whatever you got for uh, Coach Curtis, fire away. Well, I will, I will be the first to say, uh, Alex, did I not call this at the beginning of the year <laughs> before the Jamboree? Did I not say that Manny had the best team um, and arguably the best team in all classifications in the, in the entire state. Go ahead. Let me hear it. Go ahead. Yes, you were right, uh, Coach Harper. Yeah. We got one of uh, – we won't get into the percentage of your correct takes, but this one was right. 100%, yes. Uh, the, the, thing that, the thing that stood out to me the most um, – and, and Jess, Jess and I are buddies, and so, you know, uh, we, we, we text each other, uh, you know, probably every week, and – um, there's not a whole lot of surprise in what, what Manny was capable of doing this year and what Manny did, uh, but they did it in a year in which um, we had a complete change in how the playoffs were done and, and then new opponents, you know. And so you throw in some 3A powerhouses and you had uh, teams like A. Meet that won a state championship last year. I know Coach Curtis wasn't real happy about that, but – uh, they moved up a classification, and boom, they're in the bracket. And then you turn around, and Union's in it. And then defending 3A state champ Sterlington's in it, and St. James. And it was crazy. And uh, and the thing that I that I that I knew was was a possibility is that um, Manny and Union would get to you know go back and and run back week one from last year all over again. And so uh, I, I know that that what Coach Curtis and his staff were able to do this year. Um, it was very impressive. Uh, kids are, uh, you know, incredible talent there. You know, what what they've been able to do, uh, you know, I think it was like seven years they've been to a, you know, semifinals and four straight state championships. Uh, 
you know, I, I've told Jess, congratulations. I shot him a text this week and I even asked him, you know, have you, have you gotten any sleep yet? And uh, he's like, yeah, a little bit, I guess. But I, I'm so proud of him, man. And the, the weekend was awesome. I thought the best team uh, in all classifications, um, you know, on the field and what they were able to do uh, was the Manny Tigers. And, and I stand by it. And um, I'm just proud of Jess and, and his team and what they accomplished. Well, Coach, I appreciate that. Man, those are that's man, that's nice to hear that. Man, that's high praise coming from you. Uh, it felt real good about this team coming back. You know, basically the whole defense came back, and it's really been the best defense I've I've ever had. And we went into that game, I think, allowing 228 yards rushing for the season going into the game. And I don't know, just really a bunch of good guys that, that don't mind the work, uh, that really were driven to get it done this year. And just right, you know, that was kind of sprung on us, this new division deal. Week two, you know, everybody kind of like, you know, our fans were going nuts. What's going to happen? And we really felt good about the team we had. You know, uh, we felt like, it, you know, it's not always that way, the way you feel like you can take on all comers. But this team this year, we felt like we could play, you know, the big teams. And we played hard and played Newman. We played, you know, so we felt like we could. If we could stay healthy and – uh you know, for us to have to beat St. James, have to beat, you know, Trey Holly and Union, uh, have to beat uh, Arch Newman this year, I mean, Arch Manning, uh, Newman, uh, beat uh, Halton, uh, a team like Halton. I mean, you know, we're just real proud of what the kids were able to do. But it was a, it was a special group of kids. Uh, we're blessed that, that we have, you know, a lot coming back. We have a huge junior class behind this senior class. And, you know, Tackett's hard to replace, but, you know, we, we've got some kids that I have no doubt are, 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 ready, are ready to prove that they can uh, at least try to fill those shoes. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you lose Tackett, but you look at a guy like Tylen Singleton, and I think right. a play that stuck out to me was when he – kind of went full Superman flight uh, chasing down Trey Holly there at the, uh, but it looked like a play that Holly's had a million times over where he just walks into the end zone. Uh, when you have a kid like that, you know, make a play like that in that stage against a guy like Trey Holly, I mean, how much does that go just for the confidence of the team going forward in that game? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was great to see uh, because, again, we didn't like week one last year. We dominated the first half, but they dominated the second half, you know. And, and, and really, we take a lot of pride in our training, how hard we work, our physicality. We felt like last year that they wore us down. It was a bitter pill for us to swallow. It made us better last year. It kind of drove us to the Superdome. But, I mean, going into this year, as soon as the divisions were announced, we were, we were hoping that we would get another shot to kind of measure ourselves against them again. It kind of happened under the Superdome lights and, and – uh, you know, but that was a you know, that was a great play by Tyler. And I was talking to Tim Fletcher today. You know, we we have three D one guys that have multiple offers, Power Five coming back. And you know, there's not many two A teams that have that. Tyler certainly one of them. Uh, Tyler can kind of lessen the hurt of, of Tackett. You know, uh, again, um, a different type player, but yet uh, a player that that is, is that caliber of a player. And so, you know, we feel good about it, but. That was an amazing play. I mean, I've watched it over and over at slow motion. I, mean, I get I get fired up every time I see it. I, I was watching on the stream uh, back here. I, I couldn't believe my eyes that he actually even made contact with him. Uh, he jumped from felt like five yards away so that was just unbelievable um coach you got i'm going to ask obviously uh jess about tackett a little more but uh coach harper do you have anything else about the game specifically against you you'd like to ask 
Well, uh, I noticed that the, the game plan for Union went away real fast because they you could tell they were really wanting to get the ball in, in – uh, in Holly's hands, and and I expected um, that they'd try to get an empty and put him in the slot and match him up, uh, and 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 throw the ball. It looked like you guys had a plan for that because it's the same thing. You know, last year a meet did it a couple of times and hit a hit a, an explosive pass. Was that something that you guys were prepared for going into the game? Was uh, seeing them get into we empty sets and and work work uh, Holly? You know, at two or three. Yeah, we we had kind of thought me and you had talked about that. And I, it was kind of some second guessing I had myself uh, after that game, as we as coaches always do when you lose. And we didn't want them to dictate to us, you know, by that. We felt like our personnel matched up. A couple of times they caught us with the wrong person that we wanted on. We wanted Tyler to match up with it. Uh, you know, uh, the week before really uh, was kind of the same thing with St. James. They had a real speedy running back, and, and, and we wanted to make sure that. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, we want to make sure that we uh, put Tackett or somebody of that caliber on him. And, and, and so, you know, yeah, we had a plan for it. They, the thing about the thing about Union, though, it wasn't what they wanted to do. You know, it was almost like we were dictating to them because when you get them away from their eye formation, you know, they're they're kind of average. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it was obvious. You know, you look at the numbers for Trey in that second half. He just really, as you said, they couldn't really do what they liked to do. He didn't have that many carries in that second half, and yeah. it really just felt like you guys were kind of in control there after scoring that touchdown to take the lead uh, at the break. Can I, um, let's say one more thing. Yeah, because you know what they wanted to do. You know, like like Jeff said, they wanted they wanted to give it to Holly. If we were we were bound determined not to let him. I mean, we. Once our kids got used to the run fits, the long shoulder on the edge, uh, there was nowhere for him to run. We took the GP completely away from him the second half. And, and so they were forced pretty much to take that dive, you know, and that was about the only play that we were really given. And, you know, we, we were stopping it, but they were getting yards, but they weren't going to beat us in that play. And so I was real proud of keeping the plan. I was proud of the kids once they settled in. Our linebacker had a couple bad reads early. Once he sat in and saw how they were blocking it, I mean, the second half it was airtight. I mean, the only play they had really was the dive, and you saw him try to try to get Holly in the spot out there and hope that he could get a mismatch and, and, and hit one big. But when you get Union throwing the football, you're close to win. Yeah, uh, I mean, it was a it was a game plan that we saw, and this kind of stuff's always fascinating to me to hear you two talk about the uh you know kind of the behind the scenes if you to put it in tv terms what uh what goes on in a game and all that that chess match back and forth it it really is incredible and even just to hear you talk about second guessing yourself and stuff like that those are stuff that's stuff that we don't you know often get to see when we're just watching the highlights or talking to the kids and that stuff's just fascinating um i did want to obviously talk a little bit about tackett as his career as a manny tiger is is coming to an end um signing Obviously, this uh, the, this episode will come out on Thursday, so he's signing today uh, with USC there at the school. Um, it's a unique moment for for you, Jess, because it's it's family and it's a player that has meant so much to your team. Uh, what were the emotions like for you guys? I mean, obviously, just a huge day for your family. It was. I mean, we you know my whole family's so involved in this. Uh, you know, my brother's the principal. Jack, it's my my nephew. Uh, you know, my dad is retired and he's a football junkie he's he's like Al Davis on our sideline I mean you know so it, it, it was great it was awesome to see a kid that had totally invested in our program uh in a day where kids had to worry about NIL and skipping their senior year who wanted to play 
both sides return punts and he wanted to drive the bus. You know, <laughs> he loved every bit. He loved every bit of being a Manny Tiger. He loved every bit. When he stood up at our team meeting, we always let our seniors address the team after our team meal. And uh, Tackett doesn't talk much at all. He just leads by example. But he had a prepared speech, and, and he let it rip about how much he loved playing with his teammates and how much it meant to him uh, and how he would never, no matter where he played or who he played with, would love his teammates any more than them. And, I mean, I was ready to go through a brick wall. I was over in the corner falling like a baby. But, uh, you know, it's it just meant a lot to him. He's, he's enjoyed every bit of being a main Tiger, and uh, he, he loved being where his feet were. And now, you know, again, January 2nd, he's getting on a plane, and he's heading to USC to start that chapter of his life. And, you know, just get it the right way. You know, he had that key to the weight room. He used it. And, and uh, you know, it's just good to see that in today's, you know, you know, today's kind of society where we're always looking for the next thing. You know, when they're in college, they're looking at the NFL and skipping bowls and stuff. Uh, I'm just proud of him and uh, just proud of the kid he is. And I, I was just glad to be able to be a part of it. Yeah, unbelievable stuff. Uh, I did want to make uh, kind of mention something, and Coach Harper can can probably back me up on this. Uh, Jess, you know, you tweet the pictures uh, uh, sometimes of Tackett's car parked at, out at the weight room. You know, late at night, he's in there getting in work. And I was talking in the newsroom to to Bill Lunn, and I was saying, you know, if it were me. I would just park my car there in the weight room and then I would have someone come pick me up and then coach is thinking I'm working hard and Bill looked at me and said, yeah, and that's why you're not playing uh, sports anymore, Alex, right there. That'd be the reason. So there you go. That's a little insight on how I think about it. <laughs> he just looks for any edge he can get, you know, and that's the way he looks at it. Is, uh, he loves football. Uh, it's a dream come true to him. And uh, he's been blessed with some talent and ability. He knows he's been blessed. But, he just wants to maximize it, and, and you know his parents have done a great job of putting that work ethic in. Him. And it's just been a joy because what happens? It's easy for a guy like me, you know, some idiot like me, to coach when your best players are your hardest workers because people follow them and they want to be like them. And I mean, it just kind of blooms, and all of a sudden you got this beautiful garden because you know everybody thinks that that's the way it's supposed to be. And so, again, he impacted our program in a ton of ways, and. Uh, I'm real, I'm real happy for him. I'm excited to see what he's done. It's just amazing to see after the games, the kids running up to him, wanting pictures, autographs and stuff. It's so neat. He, he doesn't turn anybody away. He treats them so good. You know, I'm just proud of him. And uh, I know people sometimes say, man, you tweet about your nephew. Well, you know what? I thank you for man. I'm proud of him. Yeah, I love that, man. That's awesome. And, uh, Coach Harper, obviously you, you had to coach against uh, Tackett a handful of times. Uh, I, what can you say about the kid? I mean, such an unbelievable resume heading off to Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, he's pure class. Um, he's a hard-nosed football player. Uh, you know, he is the best, uh, you know, high school defensive player that I've, I've had to go against. And that's saying something considering that we're at Loyola, um, we went against, um, you know, Timmy Williams, who's a defensive end who played at Alabama. And uh, we went against a guy who's an all pro DB for the Buffalo Bills and Tredavious White. And so, um, you know, we've seen some some really talented, uh, you know, guys on the other side of the ball. And there's, there's n n no one that's been um, as, uh, you know, as good in scheme and athletic ability uh, than Tackett, and uh, he he could read and you know read an offensive play, and you could see him at, you know he's always around the ball, and rarely do you see him get fooled, and that's saying a lot in what they do uh, defensively. And as an offensive coach, 
Um, you know, you want to create flow, get his eyes going one way, and then try to insert the ball away from him. And, and you couldn't do it. Uh, and he's playing seven and a half, eight yards off the line of scrimmage. And, um, you know, we, we, we tried to make him wrong last year. And uh, this year, you know, having a freshman quarterback and a sophomore quarterback rotate every series, we knew that we were going to be um, at a, a big disadvantage. And, and he found the ball every single play. And I've watched, you know, almost every one of their games this year and last year. And even when I got to Red River, um, you know, went back and pulled up old film to make sure that I get an idea of what they did, you know, did defensively. And um, he's the best all-around defensive player that I've coached against. And I'm not saying that because Jess and our buddies, uh, I genuinely feel that way about him. He is, um, he's, a, he's a difference maker. Uh, you take him off the defense, they're still good. Um, they still uh, are in the state championship game, but they're not holding, uh, you know, Union Parish to 13 points. Uh, you know, he is a guy that makes a lot of plays, and he makes that thing go. And, and, and I want to give him a lot of credit. He's also a kid that's playing quarterback in, in their scheme, and he is the unquestioned leader on the field. Uh, and when, when Jess and them dialed up his number, he made some grown man football runs this year for touchdowns. And uh, I had spat a four son on my staff last year. We were sitting in a faculty meeting today, and he said Tackett hit another gear, which I didn't know he had on his first touchdown run um, in the state championship game. And so um, he is – all that hard work is, is, is you know, it, it, it's definitely made him a better football player. And now he's going to get to, you know, uh, go play college ball at, at, at the highest level in a Power 5 school with Lincoln Riley, who does nothing but develop uh, Heisman Trophy candidates and winners every single year. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna be around you know a great staff and uh, there's no telling what he's gonna be able to accomplish. But I'm I'm glad that I got an opportunity to coach against one of the best to put on a uniform in uh, you know in that two A you know district that we we play in and in the state. I mean he is an unbelievable football player and uh, he's a classy kid too. Appreciate that, Jeff. Absolutely. Um, so we are, you know, we've wrapped up the year in Louisiana. We still have one last Friday football fever game left. That's Carthage in the division or 4A Division II state championship game. We'll have that on uh, Friday. We have Tackett's uh, signing today, Thursday, that we'll bring to you. And then that's pretty much it for uh, Friday football fever coverage. We have some signing day stuff coming up the following week. But um, I guess I'd ask both of you guys, uh, the most memorable moment of this season, we'll start with Jess. I feel like that answer is easy, but I don't know. Maybe you can surprise us with something else. Uh, we've never said it along the way, but I, mean, I think early in the year, the game was such a crowded game, but I had to get back to deal with that, kind of media all week, and then the game live up to it and, you know, play against a kid, probably be in the league one day uh, and actually play well, hold him to 90 yards. Uh, that, that was fun. And then, you know, the end last week in the Superdome, uh, and, and basically got to go back and right or wrong and, and, and finish the thing right. And so, you know, those two weeks really stuck out in my mind this year. And Coach Harper, what about you? What would be the uh, – I mean, we talked about every game every week here. So what's something maybe the, your most memorable moment of uh, this football season? Uh, I, would, I would say most memorable moment, probably week two, getting to take family picture after the Parkway game, uh, being sick, uh, you know, with kidney stones and both kidneys blocked and just, you know, I'm feeling sick. It was terrible. I'd say that would be one of them, and then the other one would be – walking off the field with Eli uh, after the Rose Pine game. Those those two things will stick out in my mind for forever. And then getting to sit with him, he's never been to the, to the Dome uh, to watch the state championship games. 
it was kind of like, uh, you know, we're closing a chapter of his high school career, and he's sitting there and he's excited for, uh, you know, guys that he played against. And he, he soaked it up and he got the opportunity to get, you know, uh, the, the academic All-State thing there at, at halftime. And, and so, you know, he didn't get an opportunity to play in a state championship, but he got to be uh, on the field, you know, in the Louisiana Superdome uh, representing his school. Um, and so um, those, are, those are things that will stand out that, that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for my time uh, getting to coach him and getting to coach against Jess and some other really good coaches and, uh, you know, just, just enjoyed the last two years and, um, you know, looking forward to what's next. You know, my most memorable moment would be right now getting to chat with you guys. Uh, two, two of the best around, two of my favorite coaches here. Um, just so thankful of everything that both you guys do. I mean, I know, Jeff, we obviously have been working together for a while now, and um, it's been a blast. And um, I, I totally forgot about the kidney stone thing. I forgot you were, you were playing injured for, for a while, man. That, that felt like a uh, – we had all kind of people filling in on the show. We had Daniel one week. Coach Moore came on, and Gray was giving me all sorts of heck from some stuff that we said the week before. It was, you know, it was just one of those. <laughs> one of those type of seasons, but seriously, everything both you guys do, I, I just appreciate it so much. I appreciate you, Alex, and all you guys do, man. I love the show with you and Daniel. I mean, how did, how did Daniel get to go to New Orleans? Did you draw the short scroll or what? Well, here's actually, we can, we can really get uh, behind the scenes here. Uh, my, my wife is out of town, and I have five dogs, and so that was pretty much the deciding factor, man. I I couldn't. I just couldn't fork up that money for the dog sitter for all five of the dogs. That is, uh, okay. that's pricey right there. So she had a wedding that she had planned like a year in advance to go to. I was not happy about it. So here I sit at the studio getting all these texts from how awesome this is, and you should have seen this play, and I talked to this guy, and then I'm talking to Daniel on the phone, and Jess is shouting me out in the background, and I'm just, God, oh, I want to be there. But. I, know. I told him, I said, I told him, I said, I see you, I see you at my back. Daniel, Daniel, is <laughs> here. I was yeah. just joking, man. I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, I know. And I was I was happy I got to make it down um make it down there for the semifinal game. I guess that's gonna become a yearly tradition. That's two years in a row for me. Um and I tell you what, I would not miss watching you guys run down that hill uh before the game. That is just awesome stuff, man. I get goosebumps every time. I think I might be able to get a first down for you after that intro. <laughs> I bet you could too, man. <laughs> well, Coach Harper might disagree. He's he tried to teach me a little bit and it uh <laughs> Didn't work out. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Unless, uh, Coach Harper, you got anything else for Jess before we let him go? No, I, I, I me and Jess have talked already this week, and, and uh, uh, he's he's earned some some downtime. I know that he was designing their state championship rings, and he's getting to do all the fun stuff. But I know in the back of his mind, he's thinking, how can I get an edge for next year? And uh, and so, uh, Jess, try to enjoy, try to try to enjoy a little bit of this. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, oh, if you man. can, uh, you know, you work so hard breathe, to get to man. that point. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I can breathe, man. And no, no, my blood pressure's going down. Actually, believe it. <laughs> yeah, you could you could relax a little bit. Uh, we love that, and I'll I'll enjoy it enough for for all of you. I'll just have a good time myself. So I'll I'll leave my car parked right out in front of the newsroom. Everyone will think I'm working, and I'll be off having a good time. How's that sound? <laughs> That sounds good, man. All right, guys. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Jess. Uh, Jeff, again, as always, appreciate you uh, taking some time to chat with us here. Appreciate you guys at home for listening to another episode of the Three Fever Point After Podcast. Mm-hmm.